Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Half Soccer Podcast. My name is Jackson. Uh, today, we're going to be talking a little bit more soccer, as soccer news going on in the world. But before we do that, we'll go ahead and jump into introductions. Uh, sitting across from me is uh, one of my good friends, Mike. Mike, do you want to say what's up? I do want to say what's up. Hello, everyone. And sitting to my right is my good friend. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself, but a, a new member to the podcast here. Mikey Jackson. How's everybody doing? Good, good. How are you? Do you want to tell everyone your name? And uh, Chris here, Chris Nettie. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what's your relationship to sh- to soccer, and uh, what do you love about soccer? It's uh, well, America's biggest soccer fan is in the house, man. <laughs> Just a, a soccer groupie. I don't know how else to put it. Fanatic, um, usually international soccer. Getting into the MLS. But uh, yeah, grew up watching the Premier League and World Cups going back to the 80s. So just, you know, just here to talk soccer, man. Love it. <clears throat> Sweet. That's mm-hmm. great to hear. Um, I think this past week we're coming off match day like 19 or 20 in the MLS. Uh, what 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 were y'all watching this weekend? And maybe it wasn't even MLS. Maybe there's some international soccer that I didn't know about. But what were y'all watching? The only international soccer I know was the U.S. men's team. Watch that. Was there anything else? That was good. There was yeah. a lot of MLS games, obviously. Watched Sporting KC play at home, so that was fun. Uh, what else did you guys watch? Mexico uh, or Canada? Well, yeah. actually, we lied. There was, I think, the US, the, the European leagues, they had the national teams doing some kind of stuff. Going yeah, on that's a friendlies going there on. There were some friendlies, interesting exactly. results, too. Did you guys see the Brazil lost? They lost to an African team. Uh, I want to say... Mm, Senegal? Yes. Ma- Mane beat yeah. Brazil. Yeah, Senegal, uh, Mane was, got two goals on there. It was Brazil's beat. That's good for him because he hasn't been in good form <laughs> over there in the Bundesliga. This is good for him, but that's I, I, crazy that they beat Brazil. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah, I mean, Brazil's B team still has nothing to blink at. So. And, and they celebrated like it was everything. <laughs> I mean, why not? You know, let them cut loose. You know, that's a big win for people. Yeah, I got to YouTube that. That's crazy. Feels good to be Brazil. I wouldn't know. Kind of don't think the U.S. has ever done it. But um, other things. I watched the New England Revolution game also on Saturday. Then watched, you know, the U.S. Men's National Sunday, Sporting KC, sun, or Saturday. Yeah, some, some good, stuff going good on. Games on. Yeah. yeah, the Houston game was good. I watched some a little bit of highlights of that. Um, I have a coldest moment of the week. I love our segments. So. Uh, yeah, you want to you want to go ahead and go to the coldest moment of the week? What was your uh, best moment this week? Yeah, I had, uh, and I believe it was a game yesterday. Uh, Houston and San Jose, and this guy he looks like Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones, but his name is <laughs> Thorlifer Olferson. Comes in the game, 74th minute, and scores a brace and just locks down the win for Houston. They actually look really good. Uh, I usually don't say that, or no one says that about uh, the Dynamo. Uh, mm-hmm. But they, they are playing pretty good ball. And, uh, yeah, Mr. Olfarsson, a.k.a. Theon Greyjoy, just comes in the game <laughs> and is lighting up the side netting on the inside. Uh, very nice strikes on goal from him and uh, made me excited to uh, to watch the highlight there. So. Yeah, I was watching the highlight of that Houston game and watching him. God, I saw his name pop up on the screen. I'm like, how the hell do you even say this? It doesn't. I mean, he's some Nordic thing, so I don't. I don't really know how to say it. But, yeah. ooh, what a name! Yeah, yeah, he's from the Greyjoy family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I think my coldest moment of the week would. I'm just gonna give it to the entire team of Real Salt Lake. 
Uh, a little while ago, I saw the news. They they signed Chicho Arango from um, some Mexican side, I believe. He, he left LAFC a couple of years ago, so they gave him like a big contract. And then last weekend in the game, uh, Ruiz got a, a midfield goal. I think it was a couple yards longer than uh, Zellerion's the week before. And it was like an upper 90 from the midfield. It was an insane goal. Just smashes it. Yeah. Shoulders back, smash it. Yep. That's good. And the keeper wasn't even really out of position. He just like couldn't do anything. It's top corner, you know, from halfway across the field. I mean, shit. Hell of a goal. Very nice. Man, we got we to get some YouTube content. It would just be fun to show the goals. Like Maybe we'll put them in the show notes, YouTube clips. Yeah, we can probably link those, uh, show those goals. Um, it is always worth it to see, like, even 10 seconds of your life to watch an amazing goal. I never oh, regret yeah. that. I, yeah. will, I will watch those all the time. A lot of great goals um, going on. I also want to shout out, I, it wasn't my coldest moment of the week, uh, but it was getting a lot of traction on social media. Did you see this fan from the San Jose Earthquakes game? They had a contest where the yes, the the that was, that's amazing. the person they had like four fans or so. The person to get it closest to the midfield wins something. I don't he know. Stops I don't, it dead on the half line yes, on the dot on the midfield dot. Just stops. It was. I mean, for that fan, I don't think life gets better. That's his. That's his peak moment in soccer. Right it there. doesn't get bigger than that. That's his five minutes of fame. Right? <laughs> yeah. God, what a beautiful weighted pass. That was awesome. It did blow up social media. And you know what? Soccer, especially American soccer, it needs. Okay, we're Americans. We need help. We need the social media thing to kind of get us interested. What a good idea some marketing person had uh, to oh, do yeah. a little contest. It doesn't require a lot of skill. You basically use your foot like a putter, and uh, that's what he did. He and, put it on the yep, dot. Nailed Genius. it. Genius moment. <laughs> yeah. Great for him. What did he win? He probably won. Like I have a no personal idea. Pan pizza. Yeah, I I like tried to look it up. I saw nothing about what he actually won. Maybe he didn't win anything. <laughs> Maybe there's like no. There had to be a prize. Yeah. Because yeah. if you tried a hundred times, nobody would be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. That dude could be trying for the rest of his life to do that again. I don't think he ever will. Uh, but good for him. Maybe we'll follow up and uh, find out what he actually won. But if he didn't, that's a shame on San Jose, right? Yeah, and maybe we could like get some advice to Sporting Kansas City management. Like, we want soccer-related contests in Children's Mercy Park. Get the fans involved. Yeah, honestly, I haven't even. I don't even know what they do at halftime get anymore. The fireworks. I mean, um, <clears throat> I do like the fireworks. Obviously, I feel like to get the kids involved, especially in the United States, you need gimmicks because soccer is more of it's like chess compared to checkers. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of action. You know, you kind of have to be patient, let it develop. You see nuances in the game, and that those are things that casual fans won't be excited by but you know if you can draw youngsters in with you know mascots and that's not traditional to english sports mm -hmm. you know mascots and things like that we don't have them in soccer so you need you need fireworks you need festivities throwing t-shirts out in the audience that kind of stuff you know? yeah yeah i remember it may have been last year mike you i feel like you may have been there they had like a dogs catching frisbees as a halftime show People were going nuts. I, I didn't get it. I didn't really care that much for it. But, man, people loved that. Yeah. Definitely something they should institute. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Uh, we we talked about PKs. Like, let's 
some like famous people have a penalty contest. Not yeah. famous, but Kansas City, you know, whatever. Yeah, pull five out of audience. Yeah, yeah, pull some people out of the audience and let's let's do something. Yeah, I'm like, sure people would go nuts if like Jason Stakus, who played Ted Lasso, like stepped out on the field, and <laughs> yeah. he's from Kansas City. He's always around town. So they gotta, yeah, they gotta throw him a check. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a very selfish thought, and I guess I'll share it, but I was like, I want to get out there. Like, no one's doing anything. Like, everyone's just on their phone. It's like, give me a soccer ball. I'm going to go juggle for, like, 20 minutes straight, and that would be pretty cool. It's like, who is this guy just juggling on the field? You nailed it. I, I remember <clears throat> I remember visiting France, London. They have people on the street, kind of like how musicians would play for pennies. Uh-huh. There's people on the, on the street that do trick juggling. And I think they should invite those sorts of people at halftime because it's a skill. It's almost like a circus act because we have no idea if they're actually good at playing, but they're very talented <laughs> at the, the trick stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wear a suit. <laughs> yeah, just do it standing outside the stadium, throw like a hat down, like, money, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get into the game? Yeah, you'll see Mike begging for money yeah, as he juggles a soccer ball. It was Jackson and I on Saturday <laughs> because we, we uh, got the tickets sent to us from someone and uh, – we uh, had a little bit of trouble accessing them, but that's okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm getting breaking news across the wire right now. Oh, something man. we can talk about. Um, so reports are indicating Messi is Messi's first game will be July 21st uh, for Inter Miami, and they'll be playing Mexican side Cruz Azul. Uh, so I just want to go ahead and play a little game right now of how much we think ticket prices are. I'm just going to look this up on uh, SeatGeek to get the pricing. But let's kick this one off. Starting, starting price? Or yeah, yeah. Price? We're, we're going to guess a couple things. First, uh, what's the cheapest ticket? Second, uh, what do you think like a midfield ticket, you know, about like halfway up would cost? And then what do we think premium level field tickets are going to be? Um, so let's go ahead and start with the cheapest ticket. Just throw out a number for Messi's first game. It, it is in Miami with a stadium has about 18,000 capacity, I think. Oh, it's just 18,000, right? So... Yeah, I would say 150 starting. Mike, do you have any guesses? Man, I was going to guess a lot higher than that. I was going to guess like 300, 400. But it's Miami, but I don't think see it going 400 for soccer. Yeah, even with Lionel Messi, just like people. Well, it's just, still, the South is still a football town, right? I mean, people are spending $1,000 to see Taylor Swift still. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, what's your guess? I, I'm, I'm, if we're playing the prices right, I'm going to low ball it. Okay, so he has a low price. I'll do a medium price and say like three fifty for the for the basic base uh, seats. Okay. Um, so I, since I'm looking at it, I'm not going to throw out a guess right now. Hey, but, hold uh, up, this is a friendly, right? Uh, no, it's, it's it's the league cup. Yeah, it's like it, a league cup. Well, it's going to be more, dude. It it has to be more. Yeah, it's, in July, it's a league cup game. Yeah, it's like it's the it's just like league MLS and league MX are trying to get started, where like the teams play I every what year. You're talking about you're right. I don't yeah, know. it's a World Cup format. All right, yeah. so I I will amend my uh, previous decision. Uh, two two twenty five. Okay, I'm still like five hundred. Okay, going up. <laughs> um, drastically off. This is this is insane. The cheapest ticket on what I say I was on SeatGeek is one thousand three hundred and eighty four dollars. Nuts. Judge. You see, that's that's not right. That is amazing. Insane. Jeez. Um. All right. With that well, being said, what guesses do we have for like a midfield seat? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm starting to feel real poor over here. <laughs> 3,000. So, yeah, I'll say this is going to be row 19, about halfway up. It's a great segment, by the way, Jackson. 
Yeah. Just uh. So you're saying what did you say, Mike? Sorry. I said I just said three thousand. Three thousand. All right. Twenty five hundred. All right. Um. Go ahead and embarrass me again. Yeah. No. No. You're closer because Mike went over. So the price was uh two thousand eight hundred. Wow. For midfield, just you know, halfway up the the stand. You know, it's only going to be corporate folk in there, right? I don't know who the hell's going to this, yeah, honestly. It's only going to be corporate folk. There's yeah. no average soccer fan that's spending that kind of money. No so. way. How? Yeah. You get a divorce from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and you go to the stadiums, I would say, like, majority is teenagers, kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. A lot of field what trips. <laughs> what are concessions at that point? Like, hey, get a personal pan pizza champagne. and a Coke. Yeah. Champagne instead champagne. of beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. So then, I'm, I'm trying to filter this out. They have for the God. I'm not even sure they have any like premium seats available. <laughs> you accidentally bought like purchase. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I have like a suite type thing, field level. How much do we think that's going for? Thirteen. So, yeah. Let's go twelve. I'm not gonna do too high this time. Oh, both over. It's eleven thousand two hundred. Oh man! So, do you want to drop some money, go to this game, guys? <laughs> Fly out to Miami up for the World Cup, man. <laughs> I want to do this thing with your four hundred one k, where it's like a disbursement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take the early, early withdrawal draw. penalty. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way I'd buy tickets to this. Oh well, at least he's coming to the United States. Did you hear that? He did make some comment. It was very interesting and very true, but he's like, I have nothing else to prove. And I was like, yep. oh. <laughs> I'm not going to go to so, Inter-Miami and win an MLS title. Nice. So I, I dig that. Like, I get that. He really does. His legacy set. Nah, but what's with that. him redacting? First, he said he wanted to play in the next World Cup. He still played without Argentina, and then he redacted and said, no, he's not. Hmm. What changed his mind? I don't know. Hmm. He probably just says anything. I mean, yeah. like most of us do. It's probably just like too far away right now to like take anything anyone says seriously about the World Cup. You know, that's true, that's true. four years in time, a lot's going to change. Maybe, maybe two years this time. Remember, because uh, of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty six, I think it is. Oh yeah, so yeah, a little less time. And definitely since the last one was in the fall for some reason. Um, yeah, so we'll see what goes on with Messi, but uh, who? It's going to – I mean, I'd love to see him play, but at these prices, I'm not trying to go anytime soon. Yeah. It'll be – well, we'll watch from here. <laughs> well, I mean, How much is a ticket at Mike's sofa? <laughs> yeah. He's coming to KC. I mean, they got to play sporting at some point. Oh, he's coming to KC. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, isn't it reasonable to think that other games – are going to be similar to that. I yeah. mean, you want to spend. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be Miami prices, but yeah, his tour is going to be crazy because, you know, it's pretty much a farewell tour. Yeah. <clears throat> what is. do you, what do you sign the contract for? Like two and a half years. And then we'll sort of, I guess we'll see. Cause if that, if he doesn't sign another contract, then maybe he won't play the world cup or maybe the world cup will be his last thing. Yeah. Finish out the season and, yeah, he uh, play with Argentina. Then he should he should quit though. I mean, not quit quit, but why would you play in another World Cup? Yeah, I don't, yeah, you go out on top. Go out on top, but so do the Michael Jordan come back? Let's remix the question: What would you pay to see Messi in the final year of his career? Oh man, um, 
Uh, probably around like two hundred dollars. I agree. That's why I said a two twenty-five. Yeah. I think that's where I cap out. I, I will share. I got a chance to see Kobe before he he, he passed. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw him at the Garden. He put up I think fifty-eight that day, and I'll mm-hmm. never forget it. You know. And one of my regrets was never seeing Michael. You know, Michael Jordan. So that's mm-hmm. why I made sure I saw Kobe. And this is the same thing. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, Mike's got a. a Mike's um, pointing yeah, to a Michael Jordan poster. Yeah, he's got a, a collage a of Michael on his picture. wall. Framed <laughs> picture. Yeah, you know to every night. Uh, yeah, uh, that's special to me. It's good. I like them. Uh, growing up as a kid, my grandmother got that for me. So very cool. It's Shout like out to artwork. Gigi. Shout yeah. out. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's your price to go see Messi? Okay, if I had a good seat. $500. I would do a $500 ticket. Good seat. But I'm very, as I get older, more particular about where I'm sitting. I don't want to spend, yeah. you know, what we were talking about earlier for a crappy seat. Like, no way. No that's way. just not worth it. Exactly. But I, I drop 500 to to see him, like, up close. We're all about creating memories, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe we get him to, you know, play with us. Just he'll, he'll be over here in Kansas City, you know, for the World Cup, and we'll be like, hey. Lunch soccer. <laughs> He's like, oh no problem. I can I can swing by. <laughs> exactly. I remember when we'll, LAFC. We'll do it in Spanish though. So yeah, know. Messi versus some guy drinking a beer trying to defend him. Dude, he, he would drink <laughs> a beer with us. He'd be like, you guys have some mate or whatever. He's drinking. You know? He's drinking a Arba mate. Ar- Argentina. Uh, yeah. Yerba mate. I don't know how to say <laughs> it. It is. Yeah. It's these little cups and all the Argentinas drink them like every like constantly. I think they drink at all times of the day. You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay, it's like it's like some tea drink. Yeah, I don't know. get off I, your high horse, Argentina. Yeah, I tried it; it wasn't very good. And it's, a, it's a social thing, so everyone gets in a circle, and you got to be like, okay. Where'd you learn this? I was traveled, studied. Been? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Buenos Aires. Every country's got their own moonshine, huh? Yeah, a little bit like that. But this doesn't even mess you up; it just caffeinates you, and I don't know. It's it's a thing. It's it was fun. I did it with a few people, and you kind of bond over it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we gotta improve our view on Mate if we want to play Messi at lunch soccer. So. Yeah, uh, we're we're trying to get that, so stay tuned to uh, the to the Instagram. We might be bringing in Messi for some pickup soccer. We we don't quite have the budget that um, Saudi Arabia or Inter Miami have, but we can we can offer them a few beers. And who says no to that? Yeah. <laughs> Jackson, <It's> actually... <laughs> what's the highest caliber of player you've seen over at Mercy? Um, Children's Mercy Park. Who? I mean, probably uh, Zlatan when he came. Oh, you saw Ibrahimovic? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. I would say that's got to be the best person I've seen. And then, God, when Gareth Bale was here last year, that was they amazing. Went, they went they pretty... booed him in any sport against us. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why are you booing him? He hasn't done anything. He's yeah. good for the game. Did you cheer when he scored? I did, yeah. I did too. Yeah. What do you think about people who say you shouldn't? I mean, it's against the city. Come on, you support Kansas City. Yeah. That's nonsense. That is nonsense. I'm mean, an amazing player. Uh, I put Sasanovic in that. You know, he's top tier quality. Who's the second best? Uh, probably Gareth Bale. I'd have to think more. Were you doing the Beckham years or no? No, I don't think I ever saw Beckham. I I mean, I would go to a few like a couple games a year back when it was uh, at Arrowhead and they were the Wiz, but I wasn't really into it. Um, man. Yeah, I saw uh, Cavani. He gave me a piece of history there. I didn't even know we played at Arrowhead. Oh, yeah? Wow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I saw Edison Cavani play win, I think, Paraguay or uh, who's it? Ecuador. One of the – they had an international friendly with the United States, and uh, Cavani played for Man United. 
pretty good player. Yeah, they do. But he missed a sitter. I was like, come on, come <laughs> on, man. You're right. I do like that. Manchester United do the U.S. tour during the summer. Yeah. They come in, yeah. Uh, if you want a real history lesson, when we played at Arrowhead, uh, I was advised never to order hot dogs at the concession stand. Cause they, allegedly, I can't, I never confirmed <laughs> this, but they took like the day old hot dogs from the Royals games and then sold them at the Wizards games. Um, that like that seems see like it. such like a rumor that like there's no way that's true but like why 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 risk it dude those games were sad though because they couldn't fill the stands it no just, it, it, they couldn't even fill like anything yeah well it's smarter to move to a smaller stadium because empty seats look bad mm-hmm. you know? it is smart they figured that out that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah. Okay. Um, I think we can go ahead and move on. Uh, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. The U.S. men's national team played Canada in the uh, CONCACAF finals. I don't know even what they were playing. The CONCACAF Leagues Cup. Okay. Jackson. CONCACAF Nations League. I really don't know. Um, but they won 2-0. So get sort of initial reactions to this win. How do you feel uh, about the team right now? U.S. men's national team has sort of made some progress, it seems like. So, you know, start throwing out some takes. What do you got for me? Yeah. We have a coach. That's encouraging. It's a <laughs> Not, co- co- not coaching, this. though. He is not coaching not right coaching. now. A coach not coaching. Yeah. You know, our players are obviously playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, I mean, how can you say anything negative about a 3-0 result against Mexico and then two. a 2-0, oh, three against Mexico and yeah. then 2-0 against Canada? So, last two games – Fixtures 5-0, uh, you know, beautiful plays all over the place. There's really n- nothing. I mean, how do you not be super excited right now about this team? Well said, especially when all the criticism in the World Cup is us not finishing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely shows clinical. In the right direction. Uh, Balugan. Yeah. Sh- I'm going to just call him he FB. Scores. Yeah. I don't Flow. Know. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it yet. So <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never heard anyone pronounce it either. So I'm just like, I'll just keep throwing out Bulligan, new pronunciations. Bulligan, Bulligan, yeah. Hopefully, I'll get one of them right. I like Second his first goal. name, Fulon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did see a funny stat that now, since he has switched to the U.S., um, he has officially won more titles than England has since like the '60s. Because <laughs> England. <laughs> People be going hard with these stats. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. England is a small data pool to pull from, but it's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a successful move for him. Yep. Absolutely. He's happy. But I do like whether he the, smashed one. I like the direction that um, international football is headed because now a lot of the dual citizen players they have options, they have choices. You know. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, you know, you can pretty much just like how people say, "Well, I don't de- identify as male, or whatever." You can say, "I don't identify as English. I'm an American now." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, which is a smart move. No one wants to be English. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I mean, the one thing that, as you know, we were talking about like switching nationalities for this, that would be great is to see Holland. I mean, it seems likely that it would be he'd have to go to England since that's where he lives. But to get him on a national team that actually plays in the World Cup Dude, would be Sweden great. Sweden has played in World Cups before. No, no he's Norway. He's, he's Norway. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's Norwegian. He's a, 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 even they're worse was, Scandinavian They're country. like Sweden too, but it's, it's yeah. a fair comparison because they'll have a shining star, but the rest of the team is trash. Yeah. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> so I feel for him because he's clearly a world-class player. If no one can pass you the ball, what are you supposed <laughs> yeah, well, to do? Yeah, what's he going to do? Just going to run around like a big old dope. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, but going back to the U.S. team, uh, a lot of good stuff. I guess some questions we can sort of talk about. What do you sort of? What are your expectations for this for this group of players? So, expectations for the World Cup 2026. Talking about that. What else would you be talking about? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you want to win something else. I don't know. World Cup. We're talking about 2026. (laughs) Top four. We don't make top four. It's going to be embarrassing because we brought back this coach. You you like Greg. I think Greg's okay. I mean, I would have liked to get a knockout like somebody that's like established on the world football stage and not like, like Greg's going to come from obscurity. I mean, a little bit and then win a World Cup. Is that what's going to happen? Would that be amazing? It's another Ted Lasso story. It Just is. The unity is not all about the talent, but about the chemistry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard uh, Angelotti is going to coach Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's happening. Yeah. We're not going to land those type of uh, managers, but I, I still think, you know, crawl, walk, run mentality. We did well. Now we just want to get to the knockout stages, quarterfinals, you know. But you have to manage expectations because you start talking like we're going to be top four. Everybody sees anything short of that as a, as a, a failure, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on who, we, who we run up against. I would like take that back, that top four, if we like happen to, you know, play a hot Brazilian team who's mm-hmm. like just unlucky. That's an unlucky matchup. And to some extent that happened, you know, this World Cup where we, you know, had a very tough matchup. <laughs> Remind me, we drew with England, and who was this after that? Uh, um, can't remember. Well, we Netherlands. Yeah, we lost to the Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah, that was a tough loss, man. Yeah. But yeah, again, that's a like a historic, like historically speaking, those are one of the powerhouses in the world. So, but why could, why can we not do the top four? We've been there before. Yeah. We've done the top four before, and these guys are young and they know how to play. Hell yeah! So it's just a matter of confidence and. Hell yeah. And I'm with you on that, man. Like, it's, it's just like blue skies, man. Right now, I feel like some, we could we could do a lot. We're going to make some noise. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm really curious about your next Jackson. I'm, um, I'm excited to see. I, I think the expectations have to be pretty high for 26. It's definitely since we're hosting. You see, like, host nations like Russia go to the semifinals. I don't even know how that happens still. Right. Uh, you see, you uh, you know, take out Qatar out of this because they should not be in the World Cup ever. But you, you see countries... <laughs> they were not making the yeah. semifinals. <laughs> yeah. When France France hosted, they won. I'm not saying the U.S. is going to win, but, you know, you, you, you expect a little more from the home fans and give the players something to feel while they're there. And I want to add to that too. Like I have high expectations for Canada and Mexico. Like I hope all of these teams in North America, mm-hmm. or you know, we got to make Concacaf gotta, look good. We do. Our and, our last good team was uh, Costa Rica in like what sixteen, and and we haven't as as a as a organization, Concacaf hasn't done anything in the World Cup lately. In last true. World Cup, well, you know, I don't want to just you know rain on Concacaf. It's just the domination of Europe. Because yeah. if you look at it, South America hasn't done anything recently either. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Africa is, has has underperformed. It's just the domination of Europe. So I'm actually proud of uh, how um, was it Korea and Japan performed this mm-hmm. World Cup. Yeah. So we're getting something out of Asia, and uh, Morocco. My God. Yeah. yeah. What a story. What a yeah. run they went on. So we just need more balance. Is what I'm saying. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Canada, Mexico have some making up to do. They'll they'll bring it next World Cup. Canada has a lot of talented players too, but they underperform. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. 
So another question I have for the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, I'll just go ahead and post uh, pose these next two questions. You can answer whatever one you want. Uh, so one, what do you perceive as our biggest weakness as a team? I was about to ask that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, we can start there. (laughs) So I'm happy to start this off again. Uh, something that I still don't understand how we're so bad at as a team is set pieces. Um, I have, I don't think I've seen the U S score a goal from a set piece in a year or so. And that seems like a real problem. Definitely. When you watch, I mean, historically watch teams like Portugal, Ronaldo would step up and you're just like, oh, this is just a goal. You know, it's like, of course they're scoring. And then they, they always did. Uh, obviously, we don't have the player, a player like Ronaldo, but the, our lack of ability, corners are pathetic, and I haven't seen anything good from a set piece. We did score one. We scored a corner against Canada, though. So oh, maybe, did we really? Yeah. Oh, well. There's Gio Reyna. Gio. Oh, oh, he oh, finally yeah, gets yeah, a minute. Yeah. He, he finally got some minutes. Yeah. But yeah, brilliant corner kick and well finished, yeah. Chris Richards. Chris Richards scored it, right? The defender? Chris yeah, it was the defender. I don't remember yeah, his name. Yeah, I think that was him. That was a cool goal. But, yeah, you, tr- yeah, that yeah. is pretty much the truth with our set pieces. I'm going to uh, – are you done? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can throw something out there. Yeah, so my thing is just the the distractions. Like if this team does something stupid with Giorena and Burhalter and the wife and everybody else <laughs> and we get down that road again, it's going to be – pretty pathetic and very difficult to focus. I don't perceive some of that happening, especially since Gio very clearly is a very good player and, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully that drama is over. But just look stuff like that. Good. And, you know, what we're not being overconfident, doing something stupid, just making sure that we just do the work that's required to be successful, to be a World Cup champion. you got to imagine what that takes. And if the team doesn't know what that takes and doesn't act on doing that, we're not going to win. Something's going to happen. So, but we'll see what happens. I'm just, uh, you know, they're amazing looking right now. Just got to keep, keep focused, keep doing it. True. You went hard skills. He went soft skills. I'm going to go hard skills as well. Um, center, center back. I feel like our fullbacks are brilliant. I like Zimmerman. I think we need depth, depth at center back, yeah. you know, because our midfield is solid. Everybody oh, agrees, yeah. you know, Musa, Adams, all them boys. You know, up top, you got Reyna, you got um, um, obviously Pulisic and yeah. Aronson. So we got wingers. We talked about the number nine and my man FB. Now Falaren is looking good. Um, and, uh, and um, yeah. I think, I think in there. Yeah, yeah. I think you could put way at the number nine too. So I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say our forwards um, need help, but I think our center back position needs depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a great transition because this is something – my next question was, are there any changes you'd like to see this team make? And the one that I would like to see is bring back John Brooks. Uh, he seemed to have a falling out with um, with Greg a while ago. He he was on a little rough, rough part of his life uh, once he left, I believe. God, the green team in the Bundesliga. Mm. Uh, Wolfsburg. Uh, and he's back in the Bundesliga playing again. He's been coming back to form, and I would love to see him. He had a great World Cup in 18... I think so. Yep. Um, playing center back. And, yeah. And he was a great part of our defense that we just didn't have over the past few years, and 20, I'm not 2014. sure... Yeah. I'm not sure why uh, he fell off so hard with Greg, but I'd love to see John Burks come back into the national team mix. What do you think of that? I actually don't know him. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely yeah. YouTube him after I leave. <laughs> yeah, you him. you'll see him in, in – uh, he's a mature, kind of an older player. Yeah. And, and I, but Zimmerman, Zimmerman he's like. older, isn't he, though? Yeah. So he's <clears> – <throat> yeah. But I th- I feel like a lot of times the fullbacks are, are older, though. Mm-hmm. You see that a lot. Yeah. I mean – I said fullbacks, center backs. You see that a lot. Yeah, Tim Ream will be pushing 39 if he plays in the next World Cup. Yeah. We'll see. He's, I mean, he's crushing it with club and country right now. So It requires a little more knowledge of the game yeah. and all of that IQ, expertise. Yeah. IQ, exactly. Hmm. Well said. Nice. Yep. Um, so we can go ahead and move on to another one of our recurring segments, Scrap of the Week. Uh, you can just air out any grievances you have. It may be personal within soccer, maybe professional, something you saw that you were like, why the hell is this going on? But, uh, Mike, I see you have one, so why don't you take yeah, it away? I have one, and, and Chris Nettie here is a referee, so I'm really curious what he says here, but he, he'll probably agree with me. But I know there was a moment, and I believe it was the U.S.-Mexico game, and this AR... It's like so close, and he's calling this guy offside. And it's like, really? And I just like, so my scrap is ARs that just think <laughs> that they have this like eagle eye vision and they're going to call this guy offside. And it's like, mm-hmm. like, don't do that. Please just keep the flag down. Yeah. I personally, I err on the side of the offense, but the letter of the law is the, the armpit is the actual uh, defining line. Mm. Right. So your hand doesn't even matter. The arm doesn't matter because that's not a playable part of the mm-hmm. ball. Yeah, that's the easy yeah. way to think of it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, you can't play the ball with your. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't matter. So, do you remember the play? Anyone remember the play I'm talking about? It did was it, just a. Did it go to VAR? I missed it. Uh, I don't think it did. I think it was called offside, and it was it, the ruling stood because they once it like had to be against. Yeah, it wasn't what, enough to overturn it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, similar to you, I also have beef with the referee. I thought <laughs> you should talk about the the penalty. Yeah, uh-oh. it should have. I, I, I wish they would have counted Salloway. Is this pronounced the lawyer? Salloway. Salloway's penalty. Um, his foul in the box should have been awarded as a penalty. Oh yeah, they yeah. definitely pulled him. They were pulling the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, and then like they came on and the announcers were like, "Well, Salloway had his arm on his jersey too." It's like I don't know, man. Seems like you know, you pull someone, you might try to grab for support. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a difference between. You know, extending the arm to see who's there, like yeah. feeling, and actually changing the play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which yep. he may have. When I saw it again, because I was just thinking that well, the announcers were like, "Penalty? How is this not a penalty?" Yeah. And then they saw the that he also kind of was 50, doing 50. a little. Yeah. He was doing a little polling too, <laughs> and that it was at the end of that, the announcer was like, because he was pretty much all in on penalty, and then he saw that. And he's like, gotcha. Okay, okay. Obviously, I gotta separate my bias. If I was the other team, I probably would have said 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you made a good point that being a referee, uh, you know, it, they're fortunate at their level that they can go back and look at these replays. Yeah, at uh, amateur level, we don't have that luxury. You don't we have just, that. We you just, just piss everyone guys. off, yeah. and that's just it. Have you ever made a bad call like that? I'm sure you have. Of happens. course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Tell us about your worst one. <laughs> no, referees, yeah. I, I've umpired baseball. I never made a bad call, you know? It's perfect. <laughs> have you really? Oh, yeah, as, a, as an umpire growing up, as like a summer job. So, forgive my ignorance. In baseball, where is the strike zone? Is it like belly button to knees? Or yeah. Or does it start and end? Yeah, I mean, it's also, you know, when you're – when I'm umpiring kids, it's like it's bigger than that. You know, I, I don't want them sitting there taking balls. It's like – but, yeah, generally it's like probably belly button to knees is like the official if you're in MLB. 
but I want kids to swing. I'm like, no, I don't care. Swing at that. You're, you're, you're like 12 years old. Learn how to swing. Nice. But, tough, uh, tough love from Jackson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then my scrap of the week, I'm actually going to call out my own Wednesday night soccer team. I missed this past Wednesday. I played goalkeeper, Chris, uh, a few weeks ago we had a, we had a PK. Um, I had to face a PK. I saved it, parried it away, but then no one on my defense like came back. So they just like, step back up and put it in the, in the opposite corner. Nobody got back. No one got back. Uh, and then did the, your job. and then last week or yesterday they had a PK and the goalkeepers on our team saved it and then the defense came back and cleared it. I'm like, where the hell is this when I'm the goalkeeper? Now y'all are trying? What's this? You know? So if any of y'all are listening, uh yeah, come on, play better when I'm the goalkeeper. <laughs> Make me look dumb. They're not. <laughs> you no. tell, you're probably like six four. Yeah, six five. So that's a long way yeah. to the ground. He's yeah. got a presence, yeah. in that, especially those little goals that they play on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's good, but um, yeah. So I think we're gonna go into our uh, final piece of news. We have the women's FIFA World Cup coming up. So a couple news articles we can uh, talk about. Uh, first one we'll start with a sort of a more fun one. Uh, so I saw this Washington DC. If you didn't know, the Women's World Cup is being hosted in New Zealand in late July through August. So Washington DC decided to pass a temporary ordinance to allow bars to stay open 24 hours a day uh, during the World Cup. Uh, so one, would you find yourself in a bar at 4 a.m. watching a game um, if if that were to happen in Kansas City? I'm going to say yes. I mean, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm from the city that never sleeps, so I'm used to it. I wish bars are open more often here, more longer here. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think it's great. Um, we'll see how how packed those bars can get at 4 a.m., but, you know, watching those New England ga- or New Zealand games, uh, that can be tough. Yeah, it's going to make it challenging to watch, but... It's the summer, man. It is the summer. There's no rules in the summer. <laughs> I think, obviously, because it's the women's sport, which isn't as popular, it will be challenging. But we'll see. Would it be like, uh, Solis? <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you agree, true or false, the women's game is, is typically supported by younger audiences, girls' soccer? Yeah, I, I'd say that's definitely seems to be the case. I feel like... The girls are not going to be in bars, right? So yeah. It's going to be tough. Hmm. Good point. Fake IDs. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you got a side business going on? Contact Mike if you need to get into one of these bars. <laughs> I mean, I love 21. <laughs> okay, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so recently uh, FIFA reported that uh, like qualifying to the Women's World Cup uh, had a lot of disparities for these players being paid. So the in the women's game... Uh, like I think it was like 29 to 40 percent of these women from national team uh, for their national team are not getting paid qualifying, um, which results one in like a harder time qualifying financial distress for these athletes. Uh, but really want to uh, go back to this topic. And I'm sure this will be an ongoing thing that we see in, in, in the women's side of, of the game. But uh, sort of how this affects how, how do you think this is affecting play and sort of like the air about the women's world cup as we, as we build up to it? Man, I'm really, I'm really glad you're talking about it, man. Cause we're talking about, you know, an age of, you know, this whole era of equality and, 
social justice and stuff like that. So it's, I'm glad that people are bringing light to it. I just read an article about the Jamaica team, like the reggae girls just calling out their um, their commission, mm-hmm. you know, their organizing body. And uh, they don't even have, like, the, 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 the setup, getting them to games on time, the facilities. They haven't been paid, all sorts of stuff like that. And they're professionals. Obviously, they dedicated their life to the sport, and the sport should, you know, give back and compensate them for their talent. So uh, I think that it's, it's, it's a good thing that, this stuff is being brought to light. We live in America, and obviously the developed nations, they won't have a problem paying their players. But I think it's probably more common in the developing nations because the money's not there. Like I said before, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. If, if fans are not going out to fill the seats, then the money's not there. They got to find some way. Uh, but I believe they do have the money. They're just not, um, they're not making it a priority. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a key thing in like the growth of women's soccer. I, I mean, in the U.S., we can see... Uh, across different sports, like how TV ratings are affecting these things. Uh, when we saw the NCAA March Madness this past year, when uh, I was, uh, Caitlin Clark was playing, TV ratings for the women's games were higher than the men's. Awesome. Uh, yeah. It's not like a lack of desire for people to watch this. It's just a lack of prioritization for like the organizing bodies who think that people don't want to watch this. And I mean, the same is going to be true for women's soccer. Like, People go nuts, specifically in America, since our team is so good, um, that it's it's really tough to see news like this when organizations can't pay. And I mean, this has been a problem in the U.S. where we haven't been paying an equal rate for for to the women's team. But to see like not, people just not getting paid at all, it's it's tough. And it's so a reminder. Do you, think, do you think we have a responsibility to set the standard? Because like I said, uh, you know, we're able to. Why don't mm-hmm. we? So yeah. Those. You know, those countries that may not have the same resources as us, if they're like, well, America doesn't, why should we, you know? <clears throat> but shout out to Kansas City. I mean, we're building the first women's dedicated sports venue, stadium. I mean, how many countries yeah. would not That's, even consider that? That doesn't, when I saw that, that didn't even make button. sense. <laughs> I saw that in like one of the press releases that I was like at a loss of words. I'm like, there's no way this is true, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone's built a women's stadium, right? Like it's never happened before. Yeah, right? how's that? How's that yeah. not happened yet? Yeah, right? it's like come on. I mean, we're building stadiums for like yeah. shitty minor well, league in baseball. The, teams in the World and, Cup, we build stadiums and then we just let them sit. Yeah, there. then like yeah, then Qatar <laughs> just like just like tears it down a week later. Like oh, we actually don't need this. We don't need it anymore. We'll spend uh, like a hundred million to build it and you know toss it in the ocean. But yeah, um, I think in weeks to come, we will probably be doing like a women's World Cup preview podcast, sort of throw out some takes and, and dive deeper into what's going to be going on there. Uh, but that's sort of um, all we got for today. We'll sort of jump into our personal recaps. Anything you want to shout out, anything going on in your personal life? Uh, Mike or Chris, do you want to take it? Uh, really? Um, you know, obviously, uh, pick up soccer KC's picking up. Excited about that. Maybe I'll join you guys at Memorial tomorrow. Do it. Do it, yeah. We have some soccer happening tomorrow. Liberty Memorial come out. You hear this? Look for the big tower, World War One monument. Hard to miss. Hard to miss. What's the over under on blue team? <laughs> <laughs> it's light versus dark. <laughs> light versus dark now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, you done good. Nice one. Thank you. Anything else going on? No, no, that's no. it. All right, all right. Well, I had a fun game. I played with some Brazilian players and just a fun play uh if they're listening they'll know but basically i look up and these two huge guys it's like Bruno and this newer player that i 
forgetting his name, but they're like right at the back post and they're just, you know, huge targets. And I'm like, got this. So I just rip a pass over there, <laughs> smash it in. And I was, we were just screaming. It was pretty cool. Highlight pretty play. Highlight play. What's Very, perfect. Top two. Very perfect. fun. Still got it a little bit. And yeah, uh, soccer league is underway. So if you're interested in doing any of that, trying to get all the teams, we're pretty close to having a full eight teams for this uh july august um fixture eight to nine games and it's gonna be a pretty good time uh chris is gonna be doing some refereeing and some of his people as well and man it's gonna be fun lots of it's gonna be on instagram too so that'll be fun to share the stories i feel like we can do that so yeah uh nothing going on i I skipped soccer this past wednesday went to a concert um so not much going on in my soccer life was it the luke combs no, I went to it was like a indie folk artist, uh, Madison Ward. Um but uh I wanna I wanna bring back the fire Vermees. I think we sort of lost sight of that. I was just gonna throw that out there. He's been a real <laughs> shitty coach lately, so Agreed, agreed. So just we get that back into the ether. Uh yeah. They haven't been as bad, so but it was pretty uncomfortable. He's been for pretty a while. bad. Mm-hmm. The results have been more or less good, but he has made some very bad decisions. They said they turned it around when we went on the camping trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm starting uh, to believe yeah, it. Once they started doing the celebration, I feel yeah. like that's it. They need to do that. Yeah, more like celebration. That. All right, so I think that's what all we got, everyone. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see y'all probably in a week. And uh, keep playing soccer. Okay, so see everyone.